Hello everyone, I'm Aratrika Bhomek and welcome to another episode of Quotes Today on Live Law where we update you about all the important legal developments that took place across the country today. We will begin with developments from the Supreme Court and then cover High Courts and other lower courts. The Supreme Court today directed the Karnataka government to publish the worldwide reservation list for the BPMP Greater Bangalore Municipal Corporation within a period of one week from today so that the Karnataka State Election Commission can take steps towards constitution of local bodies within a reasonable period of time in accordance with the applicable law. In the event there is any delay on the part of the State Election Commission in initiating the process, a bench comprising Justices A.M. Khanvilkar and J.B. Pardiwala granted liberty to the aggrieved persons to approach the court as and when required. The Supreme Court today came down heavily on the Maharashtra State Election Commission as it was apprised that the State Election Commission has proposed to announce fresh election program for the 367 local bodies for which the election process had already been notified. A bench comprising Justices A.M. Khanvilkar, A.S. Oka and J.B. Pardiwala made it abundantly clear that the State Election Commission cannot re-notify the election program so as to provide reservation in respect of these 367 local bodies. It indicated if the same is not complied with, the court would be compelled to take action against the State Election Commission and other concerned persons. The Supreme Court has put on hold the arbitration proceedings initiated by former Indian cricket team captain Mahendra Singh Dhoni against the Amrapali group of companies. A bench comprising Justices Yuyu Lalit and Bela Trivedi handling the issues related to the real estate properties of Amrapali Group, which was put under a court receiver in 2019, passed the order after taking note of the difficulties expressed by senior advocate R. Venkataramani, the receiver, in representing the group in the arbitration proceedings. The Udav Thakre group of the Shiv Sena has approached the Supreme Court challenging the decision of the Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla in approving MP Rahul Shivale of the Eknath Shinde group as the party's flow leader. The plea states that the action of the Speaker is completely arbitrary and contrary to the decisions taken by the Shiv Sena political party as well as its authorised representatives in the parliament. It was further stated that despite the fact that such decisions were duly communicated to the Speaker, reiterating the names of Vinayak Roth as the leader and Rajan Vichare as the chief whip of the Shiv Sen and the Lok Sabha, the Speaker has approved the candidate belonging to the Shinde group. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear the challenge to the order of the Kerala High Court which inter alia sets aside the conviction and sentence under section 302 of the IPC for Jaya Chandran alleged to be the leader of the unlawful assembly involved in the Paul Mutu George murder case. A bench comprising Justice S.A. Nazir and J.K. Maheshwari granted leave and observed that the matter needs to be examined in some detail. Paul's elder brother, George Moto George, has filed the present petition impugning the High Court's order which he claims had oversimplified and disregarded the role of the accused as depicted by the trial court. 
Supreme Court Judge Justice D.Y. Chandrachud today slammed the trend of levelling personal attacks against judges. Today, an advocate mentioned the petition highlighting the violence against the Christian community and therefore sought urgent listing of the same. Hearing this, Justice Chandrachur observed that he had come across a certain news article indicating that the Supreme Court is delaying the hearing in the matter. On July 19th, certain news portals had carried the news of the Supreme Court adjourning the petition to a later date titled India's top court delays hearing anti-Christian violence plea. Remarking strongly against the publication of such news, Justice Chandrachur remarked, and I quote, I was down with COVID so the matter could not be taken up, but I recently read a news article saying the Supreme Court is delaying the hearing in the matter. Give us a break. One of the judges was down with COVID. That's why we couldn't hear it. There is a limit to how much you can target judges. The bench, which also consisted of Justice Surya Kant, subsequently agreed to list the matter for hearing. In a case of an 82-year-old COVID patient who went missing from a hospital, the Supreme Court has directed the state of UP to conduct an investigation and submit the report within two months. The direction was issued by the bench of Chief Justice of India, N.V. Ramana, Justices Krishna Murari and Hima Kohli, while considering an SLP asylum Allahabad High Court's order to produce the man before the court on May 6th, failing which the state officers were to remain personally present before the court. The Supreme Court held that the District Magistrate, Chief Metropolitan Magistrate, is not a persona designator for the purpose of Section 14 of the Sarfisi Act. Thus, the expression District Magistrate and the Chief Metropolitan Magistrate as appearing in Section 14 of the Sarfesi Act shall deem to mean and include additional district magistrate and additional chief metropolitan magistrate as well for the purpose of Section 14 of the Sarfesi Act. The bench comprising Justices M.R. Shah and B.V. Nagarathna observed this while upholding the Bombay High Court judgment. The court therefore overruled the contrary view taken in some judgments of the High Courts of Gujarat, Calcutta and Kerala. Bombay High Court Chief Justice Dipankar Datta today recused from hearing the PIL challenging the appointment of IPS officer Shubodh Kumar Jaiswal as the Director of the Central Bureau of Investigation. The Chief Justice recused himself in the matter citing a complaint letter filed against him to the Chief Justice of India by the petitioner Rajendra Kumar Trivedi in March. However, Trivedi, a retired assistant commissioner of police, denied filing any complaint. Trivedi's counsel, Satish Talekar, in fact said that his client would file an affidavit and that it was possible that someone may have impersonated him. A public interest litigation filed in the Kerala High Court has sought compensation to the female candidates who were recently forced to remove their innerwear before appearing for the National Eligibility Come Entrance Test, that is NEET, in Kolam. While the plea primarily seeks a direction to the centre to publish a common protocol to conduct these examinations in India, the petition has also sought a direction to the National Testing Agency to reconduct the exam within two weeks. A division bench of Justice K. Vinod Chandran and Justice C. Jayachandran will hear the matter tomorrow.
The Allahabad High Court has recently dismissed a revision plea seeking registration of an FIR against Union Minister Smriti Irani and two others alleging that they had demanded Rs 25 lakhs to appoint the revisionist as a member of the National Commission for Women. The bench of Justice Dinesh Kumar Singh was essentially dealing with a revision plea filed by an international shooter, Vartika Singh, who claimed in her plea that she was asked to pay Rs 25 lakhs as a bribe for confirming her appointment as a member of the NCW. The Delhi High Court has granted interim relief to Judoka Jocelyn Singh Saini by saying the order of suspension imposed on him by the Judo Federation of India on allegations of misconduct during the Madrid European Open Judo and training held in Madrid, Spain. While staying the order of suspension, the single judge bench led by Justice Yashwan Varma noted that there was no evidence to indicate that Saini was engaged in any form of sexual misconduct. The Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh High Court has ordered an inquiry by an officer not below the rank of senior superintendent of police into the killing of a minor in an encounter with the Indian Army in the year 1995. A bench of Justice Moksha Khajuria Kazmi was hearing a plea wherein the father of the deceased had alleged that his son Manzur Ahmed Shala, a minor, has been killed by the Indian Army in a staged and fake encounter on 26 October 1995 and thereafter branded him as a militant. The Delhi High Court today restrained City's Rose Avenue Court for the time being from considering the medical report from LNJP Hospital of Aam Admi Party Minister Satyendra Jain, who is presently in judicial custody in a money laundering case being probed by the Enforcement Directorate. Justice Jasmeet Singh issued notice on the plea filed by the ED seeking Jain's medical evaluation from an independent hospital instead of the LNGP hospital which is directly under the control of the Delhi government, alleging a likelihood of bias in the medical report. Jain had moved an interim bail application on medical grounds before the trial court on July 10th. He was later admitted to city's Lok Nayak Jai Prakash Hospital on July 15th. A special Central Bureau of Investigation court in Jharkhand today convicted both the accused in Judge Uttam Anand murder case. The court found both the accused Rahul Kumar Verma and Lakhan Kumar Verma guilty under sections 302, 201 and 34 of the IPC. Now, the hearing on the quantum of sentences will take place on August 6th. It may be noted that exactly a year ago, on July 28th, ASJ Uttam Anand, who was posted as additional district and sessions judge of Dhanbad, was knocked down by a vehicle while he was on his morning jog. The CCTV visuals of the incident had emerged on social media, sending shockwaves across the legal fraternity. The Delhi High Court today continued hearing the appeal filed by student activist Umar Khalid challenging the trial court's order refusing him bail in case involving UAPA charges alleging a larger conspiracy in the riots of 2020. Senior advocate Tridev Pais appearing for Umar Khalid told a special bench comprising of Justice Siddharth Mridul and Justice Rajneesh Bhatnagar that mere membership of WhatsApp groups as alleged by the prosecution 
cannot make Khalid criminally liable where nothing objectionable was attributed to him. While the prosecution has claimed that Umar Khalid was part of five WhatsApp groups, Pez submitted that Khalid had remained silent in two such groups. Regarding the remaining three groups, Pez submitted that only four messages were sent in the entirety of WhatsApp chats attributed against him in which there was neither any incitement nor call for any violence. The Karnataka High Court today directed the Anti-Corruption Bureau to file its statement of objections by Monday to a bail petition filed by IS officer J. Manjunath, who has been arrested by the agency in a bribery case. Justice K. Natarajan directed the Bureau to file its objections in the registry and posted the matter for further hearing on Monday. Manjunath was the former Bangalore Deputy Urban Commissioner who was arrested by the Bureau following certain critical remarks made by Justice H.P. Sandesh while hearing a bail application filed by a co-accused in the case. Thank you. Keep watching Courts today for more such updates. If you like our content, please do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel.